for those who know me, I don't like protein shaker balls. I always lose the shaker part. Not to mention the protein shake always comes out lumpy. Having a bulky blender takes up too much room and has too many attachments. Therefore, it sits and takes lots of space in my cabinet. But the BlendJet 2 portable blender is easy and convenient to use. You can make quality smoothies like at a bar at home. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is a whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. BlendJet 2 lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Plus, best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend a bit of water with some soap and you're good. BlendJet 2 comes in 30 different colors to choose from. My personal favorite is Walnut, which matches my home decor. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the portable BlendJet 2. Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use my code ITTechTalk12 to get 12% off your order as well as two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Hello everyone, welcome to IT Tech Talk. I'm your host, Joel Ward, and with me is Latoria. Latoria, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much, Joel. Happy to be here. That's awesome. I'm glad. You, I'm glad that you're here. Um, so we've gotten to talk a little bit um, as uh, through emails and stuff. But as far as my listeners go, they don't know you. So let's give a little background to them how, uh, and just kind of give a little gist of what you do and, and how you got started. Yeah, most definitely. So I live uh, I'm here on the East Coast. I live in the DMV area. Uh, for those who are not familiar uh, with that acronym, it's D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Um, I live in PA, so I got that. Yes, that's okay. So you're a neighbor. I, I shout out to to PA. I love Philly, <laughs> uh, but I've been on the the, uh, the East Coast for about a good the last seven years now. Um, grew up Midwest and then West Coast. Um, I am CEO and founder of early stage future of work startup Handoff. Uh, at Handoff, we build software that enables job sharing. So we're really um, thinking thinking globally and acting locally. What I mean by that is job sharing, which is the essence of two people sharing one full-time role. It's been happening for decades uh, overseas in Europe. Um, And it's definitely a hiring alternative that we could use here in the U.S. workforce. So our software uh, enables job sharing, helping employers to close those labor gaps with qualified talent, um, starting with your working mothers out there, who desire career building work but need flexible hours. Um, my wife for the work, uh, my mom was a teen mom. She had my older sister at 16, me at 18. She has always been incredibly gritty, um, even with having two kids. And for those first six years of my life, uh, she was just doing it on her own. She was a breadwinning mom. She still went for her education goals, still went for her career goals. Uh, e- eventually met a young army soldier, uh, shout out to my dad and he came in the picture and um, we kind of had a bit more of a full circle, but those first six years definitely had an imprint, uh, left an imprint on me um, and a desire to always give back to the women and children who have our, our will welcome out in our shoes. And so uh, that's the inspiration for handoff, but definitely we see the job share model as something that could serve so many uh, uh, pools of talent from the working parents and caregivers out there, the non-parent caregivers, in addition to the, uh, the, the parents um, veterans, older working adults, even in due time, the Gen Zers, 
uh, who's a generation of folks who are like, you know what, we want to do meaningful work, but we also want to have personal time for the moments that matter. So just really um, making more space at the future of work table uh, and making flexibility easy for employers without compromising productivity and some of those key needs they need for their team. That's awesome. So what, talk about the process. So how did you come up with this idea? What was the, what was the thought process? Where, where, what were you just having coffee one day and we're jotting down ideas or how, how did this come about? No, so I was out there doing a lot of public engagement uh, and just telling very important stories. An old uh, project lead and mentor of mine ends up sending me this text and he says, hey, there's this venture studio, Ideas 42 Ventures. Um, they are looking for their inaugural cohort. They want to get behind uh, tech founders uh, who are up for combating the uh, excess cost of poverty. And that's just pretty much eliminating those hurdles uh, that make it hard for different communities uh, here in our country to get ahead. Um, so when I first saw it, I was like, a tech solution. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know about all that, but I looked into it and it was like the 11th hour I went ahead and applied. And as I progressed through each round with the Venture Studio, um, I saw more and more how this opportunity felt a bit predestined. It felt like a destiny step is what I call it. And a chance to do what I've always had uh, in my heart to do. And that's make opportunity for uh, the working mothers out there, those who really fit uh, the experience of my mom, um, you know, being a young mom growing up and um, got accepted into cohort one at the Venture Studio. The studio provided me with a, a senior product team, business development team and behavioral science team. Uh, and I just used their partnership, leaned in on uh, their expertise, and we just went to work. We started with putting our ear close to the mouths of working mothers in the um, in the job market, as well as talking to employers. And it was between the two conversations that there was this major mismatch that was happening, you know, em the employers, especially now with, you know, COVID desperately searching for the talent they desire uh, with productivity at risk. And then you had all this talent, these untapped pools, uh, Harvard University calls them hidden talent. And I'm like, how are you all not seeing each other? And really what it is, is that 40 hour work week, um, some of these older structures just have been locking out this talent. So handoff fills in that gap allowing employers to keep that productivity and build their teams with qualified, diverse talent who actually want to be there, that want to be on their teams. And uh, we're discovering these are the folks they're actually looking for. That's awesome. So you you talked about it doesn't matter if you're older or younger. So there's no generational gap when it comes to your business. It, it's 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 pretty much open to anybody and everybody to do this. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, you know, um, every every wise startup, you know, takes uh, a very organized and strategic approach. So uh, just the same at handoff, we're leaning in on that beachhead um, strategy, starting with that caregiver talent pool, but with full expectation, when I think about the vision of handoff, expanding it to other markets um, and, and first understanding like what's needed, but that the largest talent pool we're seeing right now uh, that has a dire need for this uh, and also interest is that caregiver pool. And it's, understand, it's understandable. I mean, we've seen... Um, as of, you know, recent December 2020, 100% of the folks who exited the workforce were working mothers. Um, and so a lot of the pain points that we're seeing now touch back to the 80s when my mother was navigating this space as a young single mom. So starting with like, I think you should say, like I could say that deepest level of like pain point. But as we uh, further have proof of concept and product market fit, 
making sure that with the foundation late, we can expand into some of those other talent pools and just open up doors of accessibility uh, for these other talent groups uh, and, and introducing them to employers and, and sustaining the job share model as well. So how did you, how did you get this out there? So you, when you got this idea started, where, where do you market? Like, I know you say you market to a lot of working moms and stuff and, and, and the caregiver uh, group, but where do you, where do you market this? How do you, how do you get your name out there? Do you like socialize with a lot of working moms or do you have like a group that you kind of put this out there and then say, Hey, we have this product. What, what, how do you work this? Yeah. The marketing strategy, especially with us, um, uh, creating a new category um, in job sharing is very uh, is very unique. So we have a B to B to C structure. Our direct customer is actually the employer. That is who is that's the paying customer. Uh, the employer is paying for that access to the talent, as well as the software that sustains and creates a groundwork for a successful job share. But of course, for the job share to be successful, and we think about the, the desire of the employer, that is connected to the talent. The good thing is the talent's not just being used. We've created a model that fits the desires of, you know, that that end user, that end customer, which is, uh, you know, our, our, our working mothers um, starting with, or in due time, our veterans, our, our, our immigrant workers, and so on. Um, so when we think about marketing, marketing, it's a two-pronged approach. Um, I have a storyteller past. And so I knew that the first thing I wanted to do was come out and find the right spaces to create conversation. Another reason I'm happy to be here with you today. Um, and it really comes down to having, I think there's like a high level conversation when we think about the workforce and we think about being more people centered. That's where behavioral science comes in and it's in the DNA of what we're building at handoff. And it really is the essence of thinking about what we all go through as individuals and that and how that affects our behaviors and our ability to be on working teams and interact with others. And so and taking that people-centered approach, finding the right spaces um, to have conversations around job share and spaces that are comfortable for both the employers and the talent. Because at the end of the day, if you strip titles, we're all individuals. Uh, we all want to be seen, heard. We all want to have comfortability and also respect and dignity and the work that we do and the teams we're a part of. And that's really what's at the heartbeat of like the great resignation and some of the friction we're seeing in the workforce. People want to be respected. Employers want to be valued by their employees. Employees want to be valued by employers. So we've been finding that the spaces that allow for a conversation to happen within an intersection of those two groups as we look to make the workforce a win-win for both parties. This has been, um, I've had an amazing time and the pleasure of being on panels from DC Startup Week uh, here locally to the Prosperity Summit. Uh, I'm one of 200 companies chosen to exhibit at uh, TechCrunch Disrupt next week, so I'll be there. Um, and looking for the amazing podcast, the folks out there, NBC4 uh, gave me room on their platform to speak with me and my first pilot partner. So I think all the journalists, um, the influencers, the folks in media who understand the importance of the right platform to get across important messages like handoff, those are the people that I'm coming for and that I'm happy to connect with. So and that's awesome. I, I have a question, but I want to say that it's awesome that like even you you being able to like when I reached I think I can't remember who reached out to who but I remember what we connected and, and and having my platform it's like 
I use my platform to help people grow their business, the, to talk about their branding, to talk about what they do. And it's a great platform. Podcasting is a great platform to get your name out there, especially even if even if it's on a show like mine that has like now 500 listeners worldwide. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's great to have that kind of platform. Like you have all these avenues and stuff. Um, so I, I actually was bouncing this around while you were talking. I was like, so you're – I was kind of thinking you're like the Indeed of like – the working mom's like caregiver thing, right? Is that, is that kind of what your title is? Like you're kind of like an indeed to help them get themselves out there. Is that kind of what you, what you kind of are? You know, there's a component of that. So while the connection piece uh, is uh, important because that's the hair on fire moment that employers are having right now, trouble um, engaging and retaining uh, qualified diverse talent. Um, the heartbeat of handoff is really our software that sustains the job share. It's a very unique tool um, that is designed with two people functioning as one individual in mind. So that's where we actually started was uh, wanting to educate the market and introduce job sharing as a innovative hiring alternative for employers. But when you've got employers just kind of rapidly and desperately searching for talent, um, they weren't first trying to talk about job shares. Meanwhile, as we're working with some of our early pilot partners, we've got talent with zero marketing showing up in droves at our door because they're hearing job sharing. They were seeing the job descriptions we posted for our early pilot partners. We had like uh, 250 to 300 candidates applying within a matter of three to four weeks per job description just because they the job uh, share aligned with what they needed. Um, I get direct messages on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all the time from talent. So we knew what we had to do. We had to stand up this supportive connection portal to meet the needs of the employer um, and help them to you know, engage the talent that they were having a hard time finding, but that were easily coming to us. And then it's like, once we did that, we have more employers saying, listen, I'll pay you whatever you want as long as you get me the talent I'm looking for and as long as they stay. So it was like, you know, if you... If you're thirsty, it makes and you need water. It makes no sense for me to like um, to bring you a, a steak. The steak is full of protein. It's got the nutrients. It's delicious. It's hot off the grill. But if right, if, if but if at first you're thirsty, uh, it's it's best that I go into my refrigerator and I grab you that cold thing of ice water and I put the lemon or the lime or whatever makes it delicious for you. And I serve you there, especially if I can. And then once that your thirst is quenched, once that need is met, it then gives you room to look around and see, okay, this has been taken care of this, this, this uh, pivotal need. Now, how am I able to sustain this need being met? And so we wanted to, we, the talent helps us to meet that pivotal need for employers, and it was an easy service to provide. And then once that need was met, it's like, okay, you've got the talent. You were trying to figure out how in the world do I connect with these folks, engage these folks, attract them. We've given you now a model that does that, a model that allows them to truly have the access to balance, which shouldn't be a luxury. Handoff removes that concept of it being a luxury and makes balance something that's just human nature. And now with balance, the talent want is here and they can be a part of your team. We want them to stay. We also want this account to grow from the first job share to an account that can allow for other job shares. It can scale across your team and your uh, departments. Uh, so we kind of had to get strategic. 
but the heartbeat uh, kind of bringing it full circle is, is that software that gives a groundwork of success for job sharing. We see that talent support or the Indeed portion as more of like a concierge service at this time. So what are some of the jobs that you offer? Like when you said you, people are asking you for listings, what, what job listings do you mainly post about? Like, uh, is it, is it a grocery stores? Is it what, what kind of job listings do you post? Uh, no, we're, we're thinking economic mobility. We're mm-hmm. thinking opening up opportunities that at first weren't accessible to, uh, these candidates because they were trapped behind 40 hour a week schedules. Uh, but these are roles that we find, uh, the talent either has, direct experience in, or they have a, a track record that could be reskilled to fit these roles. So we're talking more about positions within the business administrative um, administrative support space. So think your admin assistants, your uh, executive assistants. We actually, our first job share placement was an executive assistant job share. This can be your office manager roles. And in due time, the, the chiefs of staff space. Um, it's the human resources roles, positions where employers are, are having a hard time hiring, um, turnover is an issue, um, but yet these the talent has experience in these spaces. So from your talent sourcers to uh, your human uh, resource specialists in that HR category, um, marketing and comms roles, and also sales roles across industry. So those are some of our early sweet spots. Uh, again, we're continuing to, doing, to do testing in this space. And then unique to the software, a little separate from the job share, uh, we are we currently kicked off a pilot yesterday um, with a group home facility, Mahaney uh, Child and Family Resources, and we are testing the handoff software as being the go-to software for the group care space. Often in that space, you have direct care staff and home managers. You know, they're working with children uh, 24-7, 365 in group homes. And if one person drops the ball, if one person forgets to relay information, give medicine, organize a certain activity, depending on the gravity of how it affects the children, that could cost a group home their license. So uh, Mahaney's uh, teamed up with us. Uh, We're all very optimistic this software may be what the group home space has been missing out on, uniquely so in healthcare, and we see the same thing in the group home space, um, the talent, the, the 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 teammates naturally, traditionally function almost as a job share team and how they provide care. So we're seeing this industry as um, one that we can come into, even with just the software, and bridge the gap of how two people pass the baton. So a few different pilots going on on both ends, that talent piece, but even more that software piece for how you take this relationship of two people handing off the work and create a seamless uh, sp- a space, a groundwork for coordination and communication in every state of the work. That is, so I'm like trying to process all this. This is something I've never would have thought would be a product or a business. Like it's like, you know, it's m- much needed. And, and you were talking about, uh, the great resignation there, there's so much need. And, and actually thinking back to my family's business, uh, we have a hard time hiring people because it's like, they, there's just so many people not wanting to either like, they're not feeling valued in the like, the workplace and they're not feeling like they, they are, they mean something. And it's like, when we trying to fill a position is like very hard and it's not just our family business. It's not just, um, like local businesses, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's, everywhere. it's, glo- it's not global. Well, it can be, I guess you can consider it global yeah. at this point. It can be global because mm-hmm. it's not just the U S that's like suffering from this great, uh, recession of like, uh, 
not recession, resignation. resignation. Sorry, I'm like trying to think of words. Resignation of joblessness because there's so many people worldwide that are like trying to find jobs, but they, like you said, are not feeling valued. So your product, have, and this is why I'm going with this question, is your product something you could take global? Yeah, so I mean, I would be, uh, I got to go back to the mention. Uh, we could. Um, the okay. thing about it is, is that like in going going overseas, going into Europe, Mm-hmm. They would look and just be like, hey, you're late. Welcome to the party. They've been right. doing this already. They've been doing it for the last uh, like three decades and and, and, and possibly more. Um, in my early research, um, that is when I had to go and look for competitors mm-hmm. doing online uh, uh, searching and looking at a few other startups in the space like Rollshare, Gemini 3. These are companies that are helping to strengthen the job share industry that's happening uh overseas but it's been going on for a while here stateside we're just a little late to the party my goal with handoff is Mm -hmm. to get us in and get us in now so that uh when the next wave of disruption happens because you know that's just life there's different things happen and we can't always predict it but we can be prepared by learning from what we experienced and building the right type of systems to be considerate of the people, um, but also the need. And that's really what job sharing allows. So when we saw um, the, I mean, COVID was an epidemic mm-hmm. um, and we looked at other workforces, global workforces, one of, um, one of Europe's solutions mm-hmm. was having role sharing, having job sharing. So within certain industries and within specific roles, they didn't have to see the type of massive exit we did uh, with working mothers in the workforce because they already had a system in place. Um, so my hope is, is that, you know, stateside employers will be more open. I think we have, if I'm being transparent, we have so much work to do just here in the United States that that's going to keep my hands full for a while. Uh, they're ahead of the game overseas in Europe. So if I go over there, I'm I'm definitely going to be the student. <laughs> no, I, I I never see this is something this is a new realm for me. Like what, the best part about this show is I learn new things and, and learning this, that there's a that there's a product out there that that exists in Europe, but doesn't exist here. And you are opening the grounds to help build this product, to help build this solution, to help people. That's insane that you like, and I, I'm, I'm, you look pretty young. So you're like one of those, like, I consider you like, I guess one of those young startups. Like, it's really cool. Like I, I love young startups and it's like seeing, it's seeing like TechCrunch getting a hold of you. And it's like, that is really cool. Like I've always wanted, like, I love TechCrunch. I follow them all the time. So I'll be on the lookout to watch and see if they post an article about you. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, look, I know I just interviewed her. So like, it's yeah. just really cool to see people like you working on solutions to help better America's workforce. Because, and, and it's sad to say, but like, you're right. We, what life is unpredictable. We could see another big, huge hit to the job market. And if we're not prepared, then it could leave us in a really bad spot for employers and, and even employees. And, and, and like, you know, you're working with moms, like it could leave like, you know, a lot of moms, like, you know, Europe is prepared for that, but moms in general, like it's hard, you know, and, and I, at one point was a single dad. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm being in like you have to take your kids to daycare and all stuff and, and and balance work and it's a whole thing so having somewhere where you can feel appreciated and and some employer that appreciates you as a mom and and has that in balance is great yeah and and thank you for that um it's important work and you know to your point you know we've got about 23 uh million working mothers out there there's about 16 
million breadwinning mothers uh, at one time, meaning they are the head of households. Um, and then you've got about your two million or so, um, you know, single fathers that are in the job market. And then there's about 43 million non-parent caregivers. These are folks who are taking care of someone who's not a child, but a loved one or a friend. Um, and these are things that we should champion. We should champion people being there for their loved ones. And by championing that, it's not just giving them a pat on the back. It's giving them opportunity to show up for, you know, their their needs at home, but to also have amazing work opportunities that align with the, care, the, the caliber of their experience and their desire. I think more employer, employers are starting to see that when you allow people and you make room for folks to do the work that they love, which is to, which employers have the jobs that need to be filled, but the standards that you set around those jobs are inclusive of um, the needs, the voice, um, and the support systems of the talent. That is how you get to, uh, you know, amazing numbers in productivity, how you get teams to stay. Um, if an employer wants to be successful, they want to see that uh, return on investment in their team, be people-centered. It is the it, um, it is really that simple. Be people-centered in your structure. So one of the things we do uh, with handoff is, with behavioral science being in our DNA, our job share assessment, uh, it's a short assessment that um, kind of like uh, gauges the talent for both job share compatibility and job description suitability. The questions are designed to be very user-friendly. They allow for the applicant to be the expert. So they're not they're not worded in a way that you have to get it right or wrong and then you get some score and you're kicked out the door. It's more of questions like, tell me a time when you faced a crisis at home or at work. Uh, what was it if you can share and how did you handle it? And we give them a chance to speak to their experience. And then from there, employers, hiring managers, HR can look at those answers. And you're getting two things. You're getting the experience of the person and the character. And I think whenever you build teams and you're inclusive of both of those things, experience and character, you're taking the full person into consideration. Folks shouldn't have to hide their lifestyles. If you have a health challenge, if you have little kids at home, if you want to go back to school and work, you should be able to show up in your workspace and say this and have a structure that allows you to be honest, to show up with integrity and to do what you came to do at work. So uh, handoff is definitely a solution that the U.S. workforce needs. Uh, it's long overdue. And I'm just happy to be building and having the conversation. No, and I'm I'm glad I got to talk to you. That was it's very it's such an honor to have someone like you on my show. It's like who's changing the workforce as we know it. Um, so we have five minutes left. Real quick, I'd like to ask you a quick question. There is, and I asked it to all my guests. Um, so knowing what you know now, is there something you wish you would have started sooner, like with this product? If you would like, like back when you were like, you know, just finishing school or like whatever, is this something you wish you would have started sooner? Like, like live, know, what you know now, wish, wish, what you know now, would you wish you would have known sooner? Yeah, um, well, I just got started building handoff last year. Um, and, uh, I, like I said, coming into, coming into the space as a tech founder was just a new step for me anyway. But if I could go back, I would say even just eight months. Um, I did the unveil in, uh, and, and corporation, incorporation of handoff top of this year. And then it kind of was just like lights, camera, action, talking to investors. But hindsight being 2020, if I could just, I would only rewind about eight months. That's about it. Last year, I'm, I'm very happy with the R&D we did, um, but I would really have spent a good portion of this year educating the workforce. Um, 
one of the things I'm seeing in our workforce here uh, stateside is that if something is innovative, we tend to immediately assume it means more work. I haven't been able to put my finger on why that is. Um, I, I wanna encourage employers to be uh, more open-minded and to know that you know when startups come with solutions, hear us out, because oftentimes with the idea are the tools and the support from our teams to make the process seamless. Um, but I also understand that when something's new, you know, folks need to be educated. So um, that's, I'm, I'm still seeing that now, that discovery uh, definitely uh, um, guides my, my, my direction and where I pivot and where I keep going. But all to say the workforce really needs uh, a lot of the education. And so I think the sooner I could have started that, the better, but we're here now. No, that's awesome. I'm so glad we got this opportunity to talk. Uh, for those listening, um, I'm really excited to announce uh, that we are launching our website. So if you are interested in checking out the website, the new website, her um, bio and all her links will be on the website. So when you check out the um, show, if you're looking for more links, if you're looking for all her information and you can't find it on the description, if it's you, if you're like, oh, the description's not working, you can go to the website at www.ittechtalk.org and check out all her links. They will be in her description bio on her episode, which will be on the site as soon as it airs on Spotify and everywhere. So you can check out Latoria's all her links and be able to uh, catch up with her, touch base with her, or reach out to her wherever you want to check her out. And we're so excited to have this ability to um, reach new people and be able to give more information on our website. Uh, Latoria, thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure is all mine. Thanks so much for creating such a fantastic uh, platform and making space for me, Joel. I really appreciate you and all the listeners as well. Thank you so much. It was an honor. All right, pleasure is all mine. (laughs) 